Go for it. Yo, oh my goodness gracious. Okay, first of all, you already know we're we're master clickbaiters. I'm really not getting kicked out, but um so I'm moving out of my parents' house. And it's scary as fuck. Welcome to the Brownie Boys Podcast with Shereel and Nyan. Oh, stop this right now. I was going to go so change my good. clothes. <laughs> I have, I have good. tangles going up and down my clothes. <laughs> God damn. I'm moving out of my parents' house. And it's scary as fuck. Like, I've, this is my first time moving out. So, like, uh, when I went to university and college, I was at home. Um, and, you know, like, I've been to vacations for, like, a week. Maybe two weeks. So, I mean, but it's not the same. Like, now it's going to be, like, permanent. Like, forever. I'm going to be living somewhere else. Away from my parents. Away from my family. Um, away from home-cooked meals. You know? Uh, and I'm going to be completely in a completely different zone. So, I was about to do a huge-ass burp. But... <laughs> It's um it's interesting. Um so actually yo, let me let me just tell you why. Why is nine moving out? What happened? Like what so you know, uh I've been doing content for a while and you know, I we, we blew up. Me and Shreel blew up, uh Friday Boys is going off, so you know, we got the money for it, so you know <laughs> That's cap. That's cap. We ain't even there yet. And my food reviews ain't popping off like that. So uh we blew up are... as we blew backwards. We whatever yeah, progress yeah, we made, yeah, we just yeah. stepped back completely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We blew <laughs> up and then we kind of shifted left and then let it let it pass us for a second. So uh my parents are downsizing. Um, so they're selling this house. And I was like, yo, this is the perfect time to kind of go out on my own and move out because I've always wanted to. I've always wanted my own space. Um, just never had the chance to, I guess. And this this year, um, it's one of my goals as well, like to move out and kind of just go into my own space. But uh, yeah, so planning on digital dashing, physical dashing to an apartment. So I got a condo um, out in out there. Um, yeah. So yeah, right there. Out right oh, yeah, there, right, right there, yeah, not, like right in between the tee tee doot doot, just like right there. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a little afraid, guys. Like I'm actually afraid because I never been on my own. Uh, like I was talking to someone today, and he was like, you know, like you're gonna have to like the self discipline really needs to be in there. Like it needs to, it will need to kick in eventually because you're you've done a specific thing, a specific way for so long. Um, and now you're kind of just going to a new space. And I understand that I was like, I was thinking to myself and I was like, it's crazy. Cause like, let's say it's lunchtime and I don't let the chicken thaw. Like, for example, like now I won't have lunch. Right. Cause now I, now I'm gonna have to wait or let's say I'm in between meetings. Um, you know, like I won't have something already cooked in the fridge from maybe for my little brother or for, from someone. But um, the thing is for me, though, it's, it's a plus side. Uh, fortunately, 
I do have good cooking skills, and I enjoy cooking. Um, and you're a wing a connoisseur. And I'm a wing connoisseur. You already know. So uh, it's not too stressful for me on the food side. It just I feel like it's just a little bit of a, just a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of uh, feeling afraid because I'm just kind of I know I'm going to be alone, in a way. I know I have uh, friends, family, girlfriend who's going to be over, and Shreel's obviously going to pull up. Honestly, wherever, whenever he wants to. I might just leave that shit open. I leave the door open, just pull up whenever. Do I I get a key Um, to your house? Yo, listen. (laughs) You know, 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 each key is like 200 bucks to make, right? I'll I'll make it. All right, say less. Okay, so I do get a key to his house. Build it, build it, build it. Build build a bear, bro. Build the key. We're laying down foundations early, guys. You know, that's how I do. Foundation. Yeah, so when, when I say to you, if I ever meet you in person, I say I have multiple houses. Now you know how I have multiple houses. It's not that I own them. I just have places to go and sleep if I need to. Yeah, like I have a specific mattress that fits Shreel's body type. Yeah. So it fits right beside me. So Ooh. in the middle of the night, if I feel some warmth, I already know it's him. Goddamn, bro. Okay, all right. Yes, I, I don't even have to worry about. I don't, I don't have to worry about competition because. Uh, Cause you know your your girl don't even. Don't I'm right that. here. I'm right here. Listen, don't worry about that, baby girl. <laughs> Nobody has to know. You're twenty. <laughs> you're twenty. So you're twenty. You're twenty. I'm not your Spanish teacher. <laughs> so I'm gonna, uh, that's perfect. I'm gonna put that in a meme on TikTok real quick. But yo, yeah, that that's my that's my scenario. Uh, so, but luckily everything is like super near me. So like, literally, I walk like. A step forward, maybe, chill, that's a little exaggeration. Maybe like <laughs> 10 to 20 steps forward from the apartment. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's Walmart, there's uh, Superstore, there's LCBO, there's like um, Dollarama. There's like everything. Bro, and I today I just found out there's an Osmos. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. No, you got to stay away from those. Th- you got you to gotta eat healthier. Got oh, to yeah. eat healthy. So that's going to be that's gonna be interesting for me because... Now that I'm going to be on my own, I'm going to be paying for specific things, utilities, rent, um, internet, like, you know, all phone bill, you know, like, yeah. even though I already pay for those things, um, except aside from the like, utilities and rent, obviously, um, I'm going to have to like eat healthy. And I feel like it's going to be good growth for me in general because I'll kind of be on my dolo. Um, I'll be cooking for myself. Um I'll be like forced to get my macros in uh, yeah. because first of all, you already know, you already know brown people, everything is mixed with oil and tarka. I don't know. What's oh, that? Yeah. What the fuck is that in uh, English? I don't even know. Like, just Yeah. It is what it is. Like, yeah. It's all just, this oil, even, basically. Even, literally. Yeah, just even oil. if you don't know what it means, you just feel what it means. Yeah. Literally. So, uh, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Like, um, but the funniest part is like the first day I move in, I'm going to be in an empty box, like straight empty box. I'm going to be curled up near the near the heat on the ground. My back is going to be straight for a whole last week and I'll be blessed. But uh, actually, no, that's that's actually big cap because I, I, I'm that type of person to get everything right now. So like I want to get everything as soon as I get in there, I'll be set. So I already bought a couch. I already bought a TV stand. I already bought a bed frame. Uh, what else did I get? I already got uh two nightstands. Like I'm already buying. I'm buying bear shit for like 
you would expect like oh maybe you know do them in increments as you know time goes but that i'm trying to i'm trying to get that shit set up right now <laughs> so i'm moving in march 15th so that's my moving date that's so, like in a little bit yeah that's in a little bit so uh that's gonna be interesting gonna get everything set up hopefully that weekend the march 15th weekend uh because i don't think um it might not be a good time for me to do it during my work week yeah but i might i might just go in you know like drop some things off here and there some light stuff but um yeah so that's gonna be interesting gotta get internet set up and all that shit go on I'm just reading chat, and I just saw Snuggles say, I went from $2,000 on Uber Eats monthly to $1,000. What are you buying? Monthly? monthly? What are you... $2,000 on food? Monthly? Monthly? You're Yo, shitting this guy's, me. This guy's ordering five-course meals every day. What are every you eating? Day. Like, gold-plated wings? What? Oh, my Bro, God. Listen. Snuggle, man, they're on a different level. Right? Damn! Don't even, don't even disrespect the man's loyalty. All right, man's loyal to Uber. Don't ever disrespect. Yo, d- tell me they're giving you some sort of discount or something at this point, right? Because I mean, like, it has to be. Oh, yo, I got a story for you. After this, Snuggle, just for you, just because oh, you brought oh, that up, I got a story oh, for you. Oh my gotta, god, we're gonna talk about it right now. But yeah. Oh my god, but yo, no, I do spend a lot on Uber Eats though. Like, like right now, even I spend a. amount like unfortunately but you know like everything is gonna have to like force me to calm down which i am excited for because for me personally i like when i'm trapped in a corner because uh, my brain wants to figure out ways to get out and i start doing that so instead of me like i'm not that person to always be thinking 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 i think and then i act and then i think and then i act and i think and then i act and then if i fail i fail i keep moving um, but so that's why I'm, I'm okay with getting trapped in a corner, um, or kind of trapped in this financial box because I know I'm going to find my way to, you know, digitally dash out. But, uh, it's crazy now. Like my, because the thing was like, okay, my parents are moving out and, or they're planning on selling the house and then I'm moving out before them. And it's, it's weird because... I didn't think they were going to go through with selling the house. I didn't think so. Because I was like, ah, I don't know. They're kind of like, they've been saying that for a while, like maybe like years, and they just not do it. And then uh, one night it came home and I saw like a Remax or like uh, whatever other uh, real estate company with like its folder and some files. And it was like houses in the area so they could um, praise this house and see see what it's worth. And I was looking at it and I was like, damn, this is really happening. This is really, really, really happening. And then I spoke to my dad the other day and I was like, oh, what are you selling it for? So he told me the, the numbers and I was like, damn, this is really happening. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go paint the walls and stuff like that. And I'm like, that means I can't, like, even if I wanted to, I can't go back. So like... Your your internet's no, like, like really taking a toll right now, my friend. No, I like I hear the, I, I hear you, Twitch. but you're going like robotic. See the Twitch right now. Oh, OnePlus though, I'm finally gonna have amazing internet. 
amazing, amazing internet because I've been dying here with the with the internet in my house. It's the worst. It's the worst. Now I'm gonna be Speedy McGee. I'm gonna be Speedy Gonzalez. I'm gonna be crazy. Yeah, but yo, I'm, <laughs> I'm moving slow right now. I can see that. Yeah, you, uh, you're really hitting what... it, bro. I don't even know how to fix that shit, bro. I'll tell you what. Let me get into the story. Maybe by then it kind of fixes itself out, so it gives you a little bit of a break. All right, right? I'll say And then this is kind of in regards to the fact that Snuggle said he spent two thousand dollars on Uber Eats monthly. Um, first of all, I'm glad that you're no longer spending two thousand dollars monthly on food from Uber Eats, because. God damn, that's a lot of money, my friend. But secondly, I'm also guilty of that. But I'm guilty of that for when I was in university. Also, to further add on to this issue, I am also guilty of that because of the fact that I was not doing too well mentally and Eating at that time became like something of a comfort to make me feel as if I was okay. Right now, it wasn't mm. it wasn't me moving away from home because again I wasn't home. I was I was living away from home because I was in university. I was like hours away and I couldn't commute because it yeah. was too far away. But, <clears throat> but, um, it was the fact that I had gone through some pretty crappy stuff. And at that time, mentally, the only thing that could kept keeping, which is weird because I spent so much money on food at the time, but I was losing weight drastically. Like it was like I was losing pounds on pounds. Um, but I'd, then someone would be like, what are you doing to like lose? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just been eating out. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. I was eating a lot of shit. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to admit this right now. And it, it wasn't it, it was embarrassing. It was more embarrassing back then. Now it's just kind of like because I no longer do it. It's I'm OK. Um so back when like I kind of went through some crap and it was like in third year university, food being kind of my 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 comfort thing, um, I would order comfort food, which was McDonald's, McDicks, make I'll give you my white sauce, McDonald's. So I was like, all right, like I want I want some good McDonald's, I want some good Mickey D's, so I I want to be able to, you know. Really enjoy food because I want to feel like I'm in, I'm in a comfortable spot in my life, even though I wasn't. Um, I know a lot of people do this, and it, like I feel like it is completely normal, but there has to come a time where you have to mentally kind of check back in and be like, okay, can't do this because it is, uh, it is expensive, and it's also not healthy. Um, I was yeah. ordering. You ready for this order? This is my McDonald's order for one meal. Damn, one meal? Two okay. Big Macs. Large fries, a large Diet Coke, McDouble, and a junior chicken. What the? That was oh, one meal, and I would be ordering it twice. What's up, Shelby? Welcome into the into the podcast chat. How you doing? Um, but that was my one order. That was one meal, one order. Six things. You, you got that supersize me deal, bro. I'm not even remember that. Remember you? that documentary, Supersize Me, or something like that. Yeah, and uh, I, sh- I shit you not, it was a very normal thing, and I ordered it so many times. And my my housemates, my roommates are all like responsible because they're like not responsible, so they're they're the they're the witnesses to this situation. Um, it got to the point where they were sending me extra food, so they sent me they would send me like junior chickens extra, or they'd send me like extra McDoubles, and it wouldn't like it, I wouldn't have ordered it. I would look through the bill, I'd look through everything, and it wouldn't have been in the order. 
but you'd see the extra food, like extra burger there or sandwich there, and I would just give it away to my roommates. But I'd give the extra one away because I'd be done the other ones. I would scarf it down. Damn, boy. I came to the point of realization that I was probably consuming like more than 4,000 calories a day without working out. But it was mentally so taxing Damn, of the what? situation that I was going through that I, I don't know how, but JT was there and he like straight out asked me saying, did you lose weight? Because you look very, very skinny right now. And this was like midway through all that process. And I was chewing down on that food like a pig. Bro. You became McDonald's, fam. You became him. I, like, was you at a point where I was eating McDonald's and I was shitting McDonald's. Man, it was Ronald Polite. It was, <laughs> like, I was, I was at that, on at that time, I was probably one pound McDonald's. Trio McDonald's. If you own shares of McDonald's, you owned a part of my pound. A part of him. Yeah, <laughs> That's what him, it was. Bro, Man, it, owned a... They owned a part of Shiro's digestive system. Like, straight. <laughs> I shit you oh, not. Lee, bro, literally, he shits me not. Like, literally. That's fucked. <laughs> um, but your internet is, I think, back to normal. So I got a question for you, considering the fact that you is going to be moving out. Yeah. What scares you the most? I think what scares me the most... Uh, I don't know about scared, but... Um, I know I'm going to miss miss it, you know, just walking in and knowing that someone's going to be in there, like someone's going to be in that house or like, someone's going to be in my house, like my little brother, my sister, my mom or my dad. Yeah, some days I'll my house will be empty and I'll be here alone. But um, I'll ha- but but I'll know they'll be there eventually, maybe. Um, but I think it's just being um, alone. Really, really. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's what scares me the most because, and also financially, uh, that's also scaring me a little bit as well because now I know I'm gonna have to take a more financial toll, um, which is also again like a big jump, right? Like, um, for about like 26 years, I was maybe like for the first, uh, what's up, Kit Kat? 18 years, right? Yeah. I was um not paying much and then as soon as i hit 18 you know i was i was helping out with the family and whatnot and then um it wasn't a bigger like a big montole it was it was it it was it was okay doable now we gotta get slapped with rent and stuff like that so i think financially it's it's gonna be a little scary but uh not really something i can't handle um and not something that i i feel like i'll find a way to make more money in a, in a sense so that um, I'll be a, m- a little bit more um, satisfied. And that's just, that's just my pattern. I'll, I'll always try to get out of my rut um, in some type of way. And, I'll, I, I, and the thing is, like, I know I'll figure it out. Like, I'm okay with uh, all the stress because in my mind, I always tell myself, I'm going to figure it out. Like I, I have these all these thoughts that pop up in my mind, but then I always say like, "Yeah, I'll figure it out." Honestly, I think that's a really good mentality to have, though. I'm gonna be very dead honest with you, but I think the whole "I'll figure it out as I progress" yeah. is a really good mentality to have. Um, I, and I'm not saying it in every scenario, but I do mean it in a in a situation where 
there's not much you can do with just thinking about it when you are required to be in that spot to be able to actually act on something. Also right? true. Like, yeah. I'm sure you've thought about it in the sense that you, you know where your finances are. So you know, like, like you know that you're going to be able to afford the place. At least you've thought yeah. about it that much mentally. In terms of yeah. how to cut yeah. back and like where to save the money so you still have a little bit of savings. I feel like that you kind of can learn and do as you get to the point of actually living in that situation. You can say yeah. right now, saying, oh, I'll cut back by buying this or this and this only. But let's be honest, like there are times where you you've kind of feel like you just want something a little bit extra and it just doesn't work out. And then you end up changing your life and like things change very quickly without realizing it. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, in a sense where like I'll just figure it out. I was thinking of it in two ways. Like, first of all, you could, you know, drop all your expenses in, 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 a, in a notes or spreadsheet and just kind of yeah. see what you're, you know, going through and then maybe cut back. Or you'll find ways maybe to make money online. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that a lot of people are doing and it, it's not as hard as people think. Um, so I don't see myself stressing out. I mean, I see myself stressing out, but I'm glad I see myself stressing out because I know that will pu- push me to like do something else or find ways to do something else. Um, but it, it'll be cool. Like I'll have my own space. I'll literally be able to make content anywhere in, my, in the in the apartment yeah so i'll have like lighting and things like that like it'll it'll be nice like now instead of maybe doing food reviews in my car i can do them on my um countertop right at home some lighting exactly at home it'll be more comfortable for me instead of me just chilling in a parking lot and just screaming at my phone and while people just (laughs) drive by they're like what the fuck is this kid doing but um uh yeah so like it'll be like i'll be i'll have my own space i'll be able to do whatever i want kind of in a sense and then i'll have uh you know friends come over whenever they feel like it um like my girlfriend come over whenever she feels like it so like it won't be like oh my parents are home right now or please leave um, a message after the tone <laughs> sorry yeah please leave a message <laughs> they're they're sleeping right now please leave a message after the tone no, not only that, but you also okay. One big thing when I moved out um, from my house, um, I still live at when you're home. In university, but when I was in university, I had to move away, and I I, and I wasn't I wasn't home for four years. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed and learned um, was the fact that I was able to have that independency, like the freedom of being able to, mm. like, kind of move in my life as I wished. Like, yeah, I had like my school, which kind of settled like most a big chunk of my day and I had to be present and committed to that portion. But anything and everything after and before that was my time. So it was, I was required to be able to control it. Um, Some things that really helped, which kind of benefited me in terms of giving me a lot of time back is like when you're living at home with your family, there's always that upstanding obligation that whenever they need you, they need you and you have to be present because you're part of the house. Right. And, like I don't want to say it in, in the wrong way, so I hope it doesn't come off wrong. But whenever you're living with them, like with your parents, or you're at home and they need help, and you're helping them, like you're losing time from the day. Yeah, right. Which you then get back right now when as you move away because you actually have the opportunity to like utilize that for whatever you need. Right. Yeah, like for exactly. example, like I could be much louder if I was at home and this was my own apartment. Hell, if I if this was my own apartment and I was living away from home and I didn't have other obligations and you know, 
I maybe wanted to pursue like gaming and whatnot, we would have had the loudest streams in the world. Yeah, yo, we would have be been screaming. screaming. We'd be screaming. Like there, there's a lot of times where we played horror games. I've played horror games and like I like. Do you know how on edge I have to be to make sure that I don't make noise? while I'm playing because I'm a big screamer. I will shout. Like I will yeah. scream if something pops and your up. Like that. Probably like, shut up. Shoot. Yeah, exactly. Chidil? <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm just like, okay, I have to make sure that I'm like kind of quiet but still respectful. Right now my parents are downstairs. So they're being respectful for our show right now. Right? Otherwise like my, my dog would be yelling and running around the house and just barking and playing. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of things. Right? There there's a give and take which you don't have to worry about, which is a really big plus point. Yeah, also another plus point. Um it's gonna be like your parents think that you're always available. Like whenever you need them. Like always, always. Now also they'll know that I'm not gonna be available or be able to get to you right away. Like it'll take me some time to come to come back, come to you. Maybe when I'm actually available, I'll be able to come, you know, come see you, come get to you. So, um, it's it's like what you said. Like, it takes some time out of your day to, and and again, they know you're available because they're in your house. You're in their house, so you you just they just know. Um, even if you're not, maybe you're on in a meeting, but uh, brown parents are gonna be like, you're not really working come come please please yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stances that kind of change and it's it's nice i think it's a good change i'm personally very excited for you um not just because we, we have an opportunity to have our own studio finally but 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 i am very much excited about the fact that you get a chance to really live out your life the way you want to yeah you know without it's having any extra like have obligations but you won't have any in the instant obligation. So you'll have to like go in kind of following it hereby. Yeah. It won't be like critical, but yeah, I'm excited to just kind of, um, be my own space. Um, and just, I feel like for a long time, long part of me, I've been wanting to move out because I just felt like I was not an adult. I don't know how to explain it. No, I get that. I just felt like I was a kid and I kept on feeling like I'm a kid. Yeah. Yo, your webcam just went like a digital dashed out and back in, bro. <laughs> I lied. It went berserk. But what was I saying? Uh, you feel like you weren't really being a an adult. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was an adult. I felt like I was a kid. Like I just kept on feeling like I was a kid. Um, I don't know how to explain. It. Like I just every single time I walked into my house, took off my shoes. I went up to my room and I sat in my room. Like, it just felt like I was a kid in a, in a way. Um, and yeah. now I know this is going to give me tremendous amounts of growth, independence, like in my own mind, in my own uh, space, in my own temple, you know. And um, also be able to, you know, make the whole place kind of like how I want it to be, like maybe a little more darker tones. Uh, Maybe some cool lighting. Maybe some plants everywhere. I don't know. Like I like plants. I love plants. Yeah. So we shall see what's see, really gonna happen. I remember when we talked about this on. Like, I think it was the very first few episodes of the podcast when we started way back when the the young version of us. Um, we made a big comment and statement saying there's nothing wrong with being 25 and living at your parents' place. 
you know there is a very bad like like stereotype slash stigma around it i shouldn't say stigma that's not the best word but it's like a very bad like reputation around the fact that if you're living at home and you're 25 it's a bad thing and we put a really big emphasis on the fact that honestly if you think about it logically the amount of money that you'd be saving to be able to buy up a place that might be bigger than the like your parents because you were financially responsible enough that if you're living in the same town as your job and your parents are then it's almost just better yeah then yeah it absolutely makes sense for you to live in the same like the same house Right? Yeah, you lose that bit of independence, but you have to realize that it, it, it's independence that you're losing for the time being so you can make up for it when you have that opportunity in a, in a bigger way. Yeah. Right? Like, I have saved, and I, I shit you not, I have saved so much money living at home. So, so much money. Right? Because, again, when you're not living, like, away, you're saving money on Uber Eats. You're saving money on internet, food. Food is the biggest cost. Like that will really cut you yeah. out. Right? Food is huge. Right now, I I pay my parents on a monthly. I give them fifteen hundred dollars every month. Start of the month, I just give them fifteen hundred dollars, and that covers for all three of her car insurance, um, internet bill, phone bill, water, and electricity. Okay, and then yeah. they still have a little bit left over. So I'm technically in a way paying rent to them, but I'm kind of doing that for myself to be able to still manage my money. With paying that up, and I still save money on top of that. By the way, yeah. But that fifteen hundred is all of that stuff. So imagine you when you move out, when you're at twenty five, just starting a job and still trying to be financially responsible, having to pay such large chunks of money, and with the little bit of money you're gonna have left over, you're gonna want to spend it for yourself rather than actually saving it. And now you're like twenty eight, and you've just come to realize that you don't have much saved in the bank besides like a thousand, maybe two thousand dollars, because you spend it all on different things. Yeah. Right. And then you're just like, wait, shit. Um, you want to put, I don't know, a down payment on a bigger house or a condo or whatever, but you can't because you don't have the opportunity to. Yeah. No, that's that's 100 percent true. Loans. And, um, sorry. Another thing. Loans coming out of university. Students have loans. Oh. Don't forget the loans. This thing doesn't include loans. This Bro. thing straight up includes just like just just regular living costs. Don't talk about the loans, please. Yeah, Tell so me like I'm lying. Living costs and then loans on top. So like that's a part, another part of my expenses, right? Like I have a car, right? So I'm going to obviously keep my car because I also do sometimes go to the office if I need to. So um, I'm going to be keeping my car. So that means insurance. And then because insurance, bro, it's so, so expensive for no Sometimes I personally believe it's like so expensive for no reason. I personally think this is how insurance should work. Okay. Pay your amount monthly. And if you haven't gotten to the accident in the, in the year, they should give you some money back for being like, you were such a good driver instead of <laughs> going into nothing, literally nothing. Like, come on. And then when you get into an accident and you need to fix something, guess what? There's a deductible that yeah. you have to pay. So what the fuck are you actually paying for? There's there's, there's a lot of... Co- it's You realize very quickly, it is very expensive to be an adult. It's weird, but it is very... It's actually not weird, actually. It's weird to say, but it is very expensive to be an adult. And that is the unfortunate part about the situation. That there's not much you can for do. Sure. Because there's a lot more money going out than coming in, unless you're making like... 
100 grand a year, maybe 120 grand a year, and you're living in the top percent. Again, this is in the Canada, in Canada, and yeah, like hitting the 200 grand mark is like you're living in the top one percent of the world like, in Canada, which is again. And the and the funniest part is, when you're at that level, you're paying more taxes than yeah. like half the population. Yeah. What, what makes no sense to me? Okay, something about taxes actually bothers me sometimes. Oh like, my god. <laughs> My income. I hate taxes. You're already so you're much. already taxing my income. You're already taxing my income. Okay. Why are you and taxing then, everything else around you too? <laughs> and then you're taxing every. You're also taxing everything around me too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then when we start to do my taxes, you're asking me for more money, sir. But wait, hold up. I don't know how you do your taxes, but I always get money back. Okay. First of all, first of all, Shreel, when you're at a different pay grade, when you're at a different salary. Oh. It's, it's different, all right. But, but but what I don't understand though, what I don't understand though, is you're already taking money from me at every paycheck. So why do you want me to pay more? For what? For what? There's so much. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't want to get into it. It's so political at this point that like the last thing I want to be like last thing I want to do is say anything about it. Um, Shrill's like, he's running on thin water. He doesn't want to piss off no I'm, gubby, I'm, gubby individual. I don't, give a sh- I don't give a crap. I just don't want to, I just don't, I just don't, uh, <laughs> you know, like. It's, bro, I know Shrill got that, got that aggression in building inside of him. He knows, he knows, but there's bro, so it's, it's so annoying. I can, I, I, listen, it's I don't want to. It's so annoying, fuck but that. it is what it is, you I don't want to get into it. I just want to know, like. When when what's the first thing? March the March fifteenth, you said is the day you're moving in. What's the first yeah. thing you're gonna do that day when you move in? Okay, so I'm a, I'm probably gonna move in on the weekend of that day. So yeah. uh, of that weekend of that. So, bruh, knowing me, I'm gonna move everything I have here into there within that day because again, I need everything done in one day. Like. Uh, it's, it's an obsession, bro. So I'm going to, I know I'm going to have that couch in. I know I'm going to have my TV set up. I'm already thinking of maybe I should start doing internet now. And then by the time I'm there, it's going to be set up. Like, I'm just like, but yo, first day, I'm not, hopefully I want to have everything set up like a bed frame and things like that. And I'm probably going to just lay on the ground. I'm just probably just going to lay on the ground like a starfish <laughs> and just soak everything in cuz that's so what I'm most probably going to do. I'm just going to I'm just going to like soak everything in. I'm be like what the fuck did I just get myself into? No, that's and Then maybe if it's good. if it's nice and warmer, if it's nice and warmer cuz there's a balcony, a little balcony, I'm going to step outside. Breathe that newly built fresh air. And then I'm going to be like, all right, let's go back to my parents' house. <laughs> I'll, yeah. Hmm, I want to talk about this in a very, very um, surface level. I am going to talk about this soon. I am just making sure that a lot of uh, the kinks and stuff. Nine can, okay. I don't want to get into this, but I think this is perfect considering we're talking about this right now. I'm talking about moving out and whatnot. Um, there's a lot of crap that's been going on in my personal life right now. Um, Nine knows exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, it is not 
personal per se is and it's not regarding like another individual where like i'm having relationship problems or whatnot so i'm not talking about that but there are other issues that are happening which are making my um life difficult and it doesn't have it does not involve my parents at all it involves something totally different and again i will get more into it once i have the liberty to but right now i am okay binded binded through contracts and stuff Bro, brownie boys on top, bro. You don't even know. But, but, um, it it is it is kind of pushing me to the point where I have to move, and relocate my entire life to another country. Um, Nine again knows about this, and that's why he's kind of because he knows exactly where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is requiring me to to relocate. Um, but since we were talking about the relocate, like moving out and stuff, I thought this was perfect. Um opportunity and everything of me requiring to relocate would have been great and a lot of things that would have come tagged along with it would have been amazing as well um and again i'm tiptoeing but i'm assuming you guys are smart enough because all our listeners are amazingly smart they can understand exactly what i'm talking about um but the city that i've been asked to relocate to when i search up things to do there the things that it mentions is that there's two museums that you can visit it's by the Hudson River and everything, but like it's essentially it's a very for me, for a type of person that I am, it's a very boring city. Bland. Right? Bland city. And considering we're talking about the topic of moving out and stuff, I realize that there's a lot of factors that put, 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 that go into play when you're actually planning to move out, relocate, do whatever you need to. And I think one of the big things you gotta look at is your mental well being, as in how you will be if you're moving away because you also have to realize if you're moving to a place where you're you don't have your friends or family close then you have to really think about the place that you're moving to and whether there's things to do out there because that's the best way to make new friends right at least within the area by meeting mm. them at places where you share similar interests with them mm. yeah so it like really came into play because i mean everything sounded great up until like the like i find out what city it was and then i was thinking like like everything sounds great, but my mental well-being wouldn't be that great because I won't know anybody there. I won't have any family there, and like, I won't have much to do there. So it'll, requ- it'll just basically be like I'll be home on my free time, not really doing much outside. Like I mean, there's no way I'm going to walk to the Hudson River every day. <laughs> do you know Especially what I mean? When it's like winter time. Yeah. So I know you're moving just just a city down, so you're not really moving far away. Yeah, not too far. Not but too like. Far. I'm thinking about it like, considering this is your first move, and let's just say your first move wasn't just one city away, but it was in another country. How would you have felt about that compared to like just because like moving Ooh. away from one city to another is one yeah. thing, but going to a whole different country? Yeah, Holy even if it might be down shit. under. Shit, depends. Like, if I felt like I was going to be there maybe for a few months, I wouldn't be too stressed. But if I know that's going to be like you know settle there holy shit that would be that would be really scary because like i think back to how our families did it right like they moved from back home from wherever they are my parents bangladesh right they came left their family and pulled up here like totally settled um and either they came at an early age or a late age um so I know for a fact I'd be even I'd be like two times more terrified because now like it's completely different space, a completely different area. Um, you have to make new friends like you have to like 
and everyone says this like when you're older it gets harder to make friends because you have all these mental restrictions in your mind that you create for yourself um uh, insecurities that you create for yourself um and just this introvertedness starts to increase um now depends also on the person uh some mostly many people like just alone don't just go to a bar and just talk to random people not a lot of people do that you'll go with a friend so like going alone starting everything alone it's it's two times more terrifying um but you know like when you're put in a position where you need to and you have to you like your mind also adapts to that um scenario like puts you in a tough spot puts you in a tough spot like you, you have to do this and there's no way out then you know you just you just have to you just have to and a lot of a lot of families do that like right now um a friend of a friend of ours so someone we know that we've been on uh double dates with they're moving to calgary so they were here in toronto for a while and they're moving to calgary so they're literally leaving the friends that they have here and moving to calgary and um it's interesting to me as well because their job decided they, they got a better position um in another country well, not even a country even a province like a different province is just as far like so um in, in canada you'll just be jump it's like an hour's flight um and the area is just as different it's like it's not like toronto like different completely different style completely different vibes so they're going to another country but they're like okay we are just gonna have to go pick up and go they have to they have to do this um but they okay actually wouldn't say have to they could they could have stayed they could have stayed but they chose to you know leave their friends and maybe eventually start new friends wherever they go so if you have to you have to and you'll kind of just adapt as you go but it'll take time everything takes time knowing but thinking like us how we do we want that shit right away so we're already thinking we're getting overwhelmed um but yeah that's my that's my spot on like moving to a wholly different country yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough decision, and I mean, you know, like I'm not as much as scared as I am, kind of looking out for my well being, and I feel like I have to put that mental like check as a very high place on that pros and cons list, and give it a very heavy weight because you know it requires you to change your entire life essentially, change the way you do things, change the way you interact with people, who you interact with. And how you interact with people, right? And it's 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 mm. a it's a big change. And you know when people say change should be gradual, like this, there's nothing yeah. gradual about this, right? You are literally from the get go doing, Boom. yeah. You're just completely changing up a lot. I think it's a different story of actually what part of your life that you're also in, like what stage of your life you're also in, because you also have to realize, like, if I was, um, like, coming right out of university and I had to move to a different country. I might have been okay because, again, I'm just 21, right? Uh, just finished university, have an opportunity. There's, I've, I've been away from home for four years, so I'm very used to the whole being alone thing already, right? Mm. And you're just kind of going from one place that's not your house to another place. With me moving back, 
and with me reconnecting my life to the people that are here and me setting some stronger roots and stronger relationship bonds with people, you know, it's like I changed my life from living independent to being kind of, in a sense, codependent with the people that I'm around. And then the next step they're requiring me to do is go completely independent. And this is a situation where I'm being required to do completely independently in a whole different country, in a whole different place, right? And it's for a longer period of time, which makes it difficult. Um, also, I again, I don't want to be that person that ignores, but Alex and JT and KitKat, we see you. Um, um, JT did have a question for you, Nine. Um, yeah, like, how do that. you how do you start conversations with random people? Also, Ninja, hello. I hope your stream went well. Um, I was I was That's there, just lurking in the back. That's a good question. I I actually love that question because um, sure, I know I know you talk to random people too, or maybe you don't, but I, th- I, I think I think you do. So yeah. for me, how I talk to random people um, depends on what space I'm in. So just uh, I don't know, like a few months ago, I was in like this um creative space where there's like lots of creatives there and um in that sense i wouldn't say even though it's random like it's people i don't know they still come up to you and they talk to you and then i came up to some people and talked because like you had a name tag and whatnot and then you're like oh what do you do and all the stuff but in a space where like like let's say you're at a bar or something and you for me like as bad as it sounds not even as bad as it sounds i'm gonna take that that part completely out Please dis- disregard that. I eavesdrop a lot, so my ears—it's <laughs> not, it's not, it's not even unnatural. It's like natural, like it just happens. Like I, oh, I'm always listening, and I think it also comes with like alertness. Like for me, I need to be alert, and everywhere I go, so I'm always listening to conversations, and I'm always listening to things. So if I'm near some people that are th- talking about something like really interesting, and something pops up. I'd be like, because it's natural to be like, oh my God. And then kind of talk on that specific topic. So like, even at the sauna, like I'll do that at the sauna. Uh, someone was talking about like, um, I think baseball and they were getting really into it, but like roids and things like, things like that. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And then, you know, I kind of started from there. And then um, I was like, yeah, you know, that type of roid will do something like with your brain or like, you know, part of your muscles after you get off. You know, like I was just talking about things I, I kind of know. And then another way is always to compliment and leave. That's how you start. So Big person man. has really, someone has really nice shoes. Yo, bro, sick ass fucking shoes, bro. And then walk away. Maybe get a drink, maybe do something else, kind of walk away. And then when you see him around again, like, yo, you're the guy with the fucking shoes. And then you start talking like, you know, what are you saying? Like, how, how's everything? Or not even how's everything. You don't even start. Like, I was like, yo, what, like, where'd you get those shoes from? Like, you, you start kind of like, but you have to be genuinely curious and interested. You can't just be like, like, oh, nice shoes. And then not even care about where they got it from or what like what size shoes are they like oh i'm size 12 damn bro saying you got like right like think about big like you know like it's kind of like natural but unnatural um conversations because like you kind of want to go straight into it as being supernatural instead of being like uh uh, uh 
of course you're gonna feel that but like you want to be natural with it like exactly like how i talk to shreel sometimes i'll say some weird ass fucking shit and to me that's normal to a lot of people that will also be very normal too like i'm like yo nice glasses bro ski like where'd you get them from like it'll just be very just honestly the best way to start conversations is be curious that's it that's literally it i'll have to that's agree my, with that that's that's my take. That's my take. Also, like, I love, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trickster. So I like doing magic tricks, right? So like, if I'm ever in a situation or I'm talking a little bit, I was like, hey, yo, let me show you something. And I'll just do something quick. And that starts the conversation too, right? So like, yeah. So that's just my uh, point. I learned this from Drake and Josh. Okay. The show. Oh, infamous- hold up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We've got Nardy Nards here. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to you kind know, of what he's saying, buddy, old pal. Go back, but uh, nine. He yes, does. Go on, go on. No one, no one knows about what the, the Nardy Nard thing. So let's just, just. I want to wait okay, for okay, people okay. after the show to watch all this right, with us. All right, all right, all right. Um, all right. but Nardy, how you doing? I appreciate that you're eating out with your family, but you're here to say hi and stop by and say that you love you. You will, you love you. You love us. Sorry, but we love you back. We appreciate it. We're gonna be watching your your clip from the first stream in just a little bit. Uh, just letting you know. Um, but yeah. Going back to my point about loving Drake and Josh, I I used to watch it as I grew up. Absolutely loved it. Life was fucking great when Drake and Josh was on the air. Um, in one of the episodes, like Josh and Drake have a bet about who's going to get the most amount of numbers. And Josh mm. is really trying, but it doesn't work out for him as well because he's not as smooth. Meanwhile, Drake being like the smooth kid, you know, he gets a lot of numbers very quickly. Um, Josh gets help from his mom, Drake's mom. All right. And, uh, She's oh, like, she's like, just go over there, compliment that girl's shoes, and walk away. Don't say a single thing. And he goes over there, compliments her shoes, and walks away. Um, but when he's complimenting, she didn't really give him like the time of day. But then the moment he walked away by saying, "Okay, bye," she's like, "Hey, wait!" and like ran after him and be like, "That's all. That's all. You're gonna just say that and leave." And he's like, "Yeah, I just really like the shoes." And she's like, "Oh, I thought you were trying to hit on me." And then. He was, but he kind of turned it around by, you know, he's like, no, I just really like the shoes and then kind of got into a conversation and ended up getting her number. Relating that backwards, it doesn't necessarily, like, work when you're trying to talk to people in this, like, sorry, I shouldn't say it that way. Hold up. Rewind back. It works when you're trying to talk to people because you're not coming in with a second intention, but you're just complimenting them and people like to hear yeah. compliments and they like to hear good things about themselves. So it's really nice. Yeah, but you have yeah, to be careful yeah. about how and who you approach. Exactly. You cannot just use yeah. that on everybody because, like Ninja just said in in the chat, people are something else. People yeah. don't exist. People are not real. I swear to God, there are some really, really crazy individuals out there. And in today's yeah. time, it's almost impossible to judge how an individual is just by their looks because yeah. you can look bougie, you can not look bougie, and you could still be a very psychotic individual that you just don't want to get your hands involved with. Yeah. Because it, it is, also, it's, it's crazy. You also need to have like a, some sort of radar too. like, yeah, you need to, you need to follow your instincts. If you feel like just again, by the response too. If you go like, yo, nice shoes. And he goes like, yeah, some people do that. Some people just be like, yeah, that's it. And my buddy was telling me this the other day. And it's funny how we're talking about approaching people and stuff. But uh, we went to um, an Ant-Man and the Wasp premiere 
because we got free tickets to it and we were able to go and it was, it was a nice little event, a VIP event held by Volkswagen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How and was that movie? You liked it? It's, it's worth a watch. Bro, I heard some reviews. Everyone's like, bro, it was trash. It's was worth like, a watch. It's worth a watch. Oh, shit. It's okay. worth a watch. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Read into the subtext right. here. It's worth right, a I watch. You. I got you. I got um, you. But there were people that just kept coming up to me and asking me, "Is like, what is this line for and whatnot?" And I was like, "Do I need to like hold a sign or do I need to start getting paid from like Cineplex?" Because like I'm just I'm the only one answering questions. Meanwhile, they have employees sitting on the other side and they're just like doing their work, but no one's approaching them. My buddy's like, "You know, that's actually a psychological thing. Like, there, like, um, individuals have a specific way of being able to recognize who is approachable and who approachable. isn't yep. approachable." And it yep. is a psychological thing where if you're really good at picking up social cues and reading body language and being yep. able to like read people, you're able yep. to understand who to approach with questions and who not to approach. Also, like one thing like you'll notice is I know Shereel does this a lot and he doesn't mean to, but he just does. He's a he's also a people watcher. Like in a way, it's kind of like a people watcher. Like your eyes just kind of connect with people. Like when you when you when you. Instead of like always looking at your phone, you kind of just watch people walk by. And then when someone... I notice this at the gym as well. When I'm at the gym and I, I know for a fact this person on my right is looking for a bench. And they're looking for someone to make eye contact with them. Or even how is he going to... He's thinking like, how am I going to approach these people so I can be like, hey, uh, can, how many sets do you have? Can I um, work in or something? A question. But as soon as I make eye contact with that person, he comes straight to me. I, every single time it happens. And then he'll tap me or something and he'll be like, hey, can I work in? Or, hey, how many sets do you have left? And also, it's like my, my, my body language isn't like... I'm like super like... My hands are always out and I'm always like, you know, my head's tilted. And like just... My body language is very like open. And you have a radar for that. Yeah. And one thing, I think it was... Uh, ninja who said it sometimes like this the more scarier they are the more nice they are it's so true it's so weird but it's true like at the gym all the time, time i see a big ass motherfucker yeah i don't even want to talk to him but when i do he's cracking bear jokes every like, time all the time every time every single time and like i become boys with them I'm like bro you're sick when every single time when i started going to the gym for the very first time back when i was in high school and i was like really putting the effort in and i was like building myself up um i was doing one of the workouts wrong and this one really really big dude who's like very intimidating like i'd see him every day and he'd see me every day we just nod but never talk because i was like this guy just seems like you know he's trouble a dangerous moment yeah and this guy just one day as i was doing it wrong like i was doing my set wrong and i think it was the first time i was trying it out which is a good thing so i didn't really injure myself this guy just walks up and he's like yo put that down and i was like shit like what the hell did i do and he's like give me that give me that bench no he's like look i'm not trying to take it away from you i just have to make sure you put it down before you hurt yourself because your entire like excuse me your posture was wrong you didn't have the proper posture to be able to do that. And if you continued to do it, I shit you not, by the end of the set, see, we're done, you would have probably injured your lower back. And then he showed me how to do it. And he's like, yeah, man, like, that's it. Like, I see you every day. I see you putting in the grind. I just want to make sure you don't hurt yourself because I really want to keep seeing you here over and over and yep. over again. Yep. After that, every time I'd go, because our timings always matched up, this guy would be like, dude, I see you getting bigger. Let's go. What'd you eat yeah. last night? Did you eat well? Like, this yeah. guy was the nicest dude in the world. First impression, holy crap. 
never, never, never wanted to like like talk to him. But um, at the same time, I also want to just say, you know, um, Lynn, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome, come on in to the to the to the stream. Welcome to the Brownie Boys podcast. My name is Shreel. That's Nine, and we do a podcast Here. every Sunday at eight eight p.m. EST, and uh, we love it. And whoa, 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 whoa! Kenma be raiding. Hold up, hold up. This is happening at the same time. Kenma, thank you so yeah. much for the raid. Welcome in. Thank you for the raid. For those that are coming in from Kenma's community, guys, um, don't follow me. Follow Kenma. Everybody needs to go follow Kenma. They they're the they're the new oncoming Valorant diamond goddess that has ever existed in the field of Valorant. I, guys, Kenma's awesome. Just go follow them. They they're they're awesome. Just that's 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 all we got. But for those that are coming in from Kenma's community, um, hi, my name is Shreel. This is Nyan, and uh, Nyan and I are both podcasters that also like to do oh, our podcast live on stream so we're actually yes, doing a recording for the podcast right now and this will also be on spotify and apple Podcasts. you can find us anywhere essentially on any streaming platform um except for youtube but it'll be there i promise um and we stream every Yo. sunday 8 th- 8 p.m est eastern standard time Whew, I was not that was a good that was a good uh rush of words <laughs> i know yo isn't it crazy like i haven't seen no podcasters also do live shit too I think there are people there, but I just, I think we're better, you know, because, you know, we have a, we have a, listen, you know why I say we're better? I'll say this. I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. Do you see all these chatters on the side? Yes, sir. That's, that's, that's what makes it better. All of these people right here, they come out every Sunday. They listen to us. They, they, they pay attention. They chat back. They pick on me. Times are good. They, they really do be hitting though. Right. They don't need to, but they do because they support, and that is why I think we're better. Um, although Ninja did have that. something to say about the conversation we were just having a second ago, uh, she was like, "The first time I had, I went to my new gym when I moved. I was the only female there, and a six, a six foot two strong man saw me bench pressing and came over to compliment my form, um, and to say if I needed a spot, I was like I was going heavier. I was going heavier. If I was going heavier to ask him. See, exactly. And I like that about people. The fact that people can be approachable, especially in spaces yeah. like gyms and stuff where you're all kind of working towards the same goal of, you know, bettering Everyone yourself. Serious. Yeah. Everyone um, looks serious as fuck. Because I know I'm in the gym and I'm serious. I look serious as hell. But then once you start talking, I'm like, yo, what's good, bro? That's what my, uh, my boy said. He was like, yo, you look so serious in the gym, like lifting and stuff. But then, as soon as one of your boys dab you up, like as soon as they pull up on you or someone you talk to someone, you're all like, "Yo, what's going?" And he's like, "There's, there's a reason why you have lines on your face, bro. You smile so much." I was like, "Yo, that's facts." Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll kind of circling back to that comment of being approachable and being able to figure out who is approachable. Um, I think it also is not something that you're just born with, but something you kind of pick up over time as you learn to talk to more individuals and kind of pick up on their slight reaction to things um like i i will i will say that you know when um oh my god we also had a follow thank you ladius for the follow uh i appreciate it it probably got mixed up in there i apologize ladius uh but thank you for the follow i appreciate it um that i was never really a people person until i met nine this is back from high school so before nine um like I'm gonna tell you right now, I was a very different individual who did not really, really go out and meet other people. I was happy with the friends that I had, and if my friends introduced me to people, cool. If they didn't, cool. I couldn't mm. care less. I had a good set of friends to hang out with. 
um, Nyan, when I met Nyan, and he was doing his own thing around school, and he kind of, in one, and at the time I was doing YouTube as well as he was, and I was kind of just doing it because I didn't really have any friends in the new school, and I was told that maybe doing YouTube would be nice because I can make stories and stuff about my new school for my old schoolmates. Um, when I started doing that, and both of us kind of picked up on the fact that we both are really good, like in terms of our chemistry really works and complements one another. Um, how did I, yo, do you remember how we met? Like, I actually don't remember, like, what was the, uh, like, when it happened or what happened. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't remember that, like, moment. So, you were filming a magic video with Maddie. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we were all there in a circle. I knew I I know how to debunk your magic tricks because I've seen yeah, them enough times. But I was not the yeah, one yeah. that was like, "Yo, I know how you did it." I kind of just let the whole thing play out and everything. And I was like, "Yo, that's so sick!" Um, and then I approached you. I and I literally approached you after saying, "Yo, I make YouTube videos as well. Um, it'd be nice if we do like a collab together." And I want to do like some sort of an experiment stuff. And that's kind of how like you got to know me. I was like, "Yes, sir." Yeah, and I'd be like, "Yo, like I can film something for you. You can film something for me." And we kind of built off of that. But it was never like a cocky interaction. It was just kind of like I genuinely liked your magic tricks, and I was like, "This guy's yeah. fun to be around. Like, it'll be cool to have him, like have him around." I remember when I started doing magic in high school. Um, everyone else started doing it as well. Like, I I saw it from this one kid who just did it on a bus, but he never really did it much. All he did was show me like a coin disappear, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So then I went off, and I just went off like trying to do it, and then I remember. Like, a lot of people after me started doing magic tricks. Like, a lot of people. And they were showing people around the school and things like that. I remember that. Like, I remember, uh, like, our, our our boy Cheyenne. Like, he started doing... He started going hard. And he started doing it so nicely, too. Like, his... So His, smooth. like... His hands were smooth, bro. He was like... <laughs> yeah. Um, And then a few others, too. Like, they were all really getting into magic. I remember, like... You started a trend. You genuinely uh, started, started a trend, trend. bro. Yeah. And it was good though. Like if I if I if I if I say it, like, like it was kind of just seeing how nonchalant you were with people about wanting to show magic. Kind of made me want to reach out to you. And in the first video we ever did in public, um, which was kind of a bullying video, which was kind of counterintuitive because we were trying to do something positive. Positivity. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird, but it still like got the attention of like the city that we we live in and all the community cities around. People were like the police stations were sharing this video with amongst other people in schools as well. Yeah, like, it really gained like gained, it really gained a lot of traction. And then they were like, let's change up the narrative a little bit and let's do like let's do some fun things where we go and like give people flowers and stuff. Let's let's go yeah. give people hugs and stuff. And like I remember I like that a lot doing something like that where we're actually dealing with someone like like because I'm like I'm one of the first videos like I'm standing there with a sign that says I will give you a hug. Just smile at me like that. That's all it was. I like, come out with a big hug and I'll give you a big hug. Yeah. And, and like starting off that video, always have nerves because I'm like, yo, I kind of feel kind of feel shy. And Nine's like, just go out there and just do it. Just go, bro. No shit. Like, I remember you. Every time we did that video, you'd be like, just go out there and do it. Just go. Just go. Just go. Right. And yeah, you push me out. out. Yeah. And that's kind of what got me through it. But I also realized as I was doing that, like, you can read into like when people are walking towards you and me holding a sign like they were like they'd look at me and i could see as soon as someone would smile a little bit they wanted to come in for the hug but like they'd read and walk yeah. away like that's not a person i want to open my arms to and walk up to because i'm like this person genuinely does not want to be touched <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah. i don't want to yeah. i want to come up to you and be of like course. yo give me a big hug even though you're doing fine but like yeah of course um yo honestly like just you just saying that stuff like i've always wanted to like 
I had this like idea of me like, okay, what if I wrote a book? Kind of like a step by step on how to like, I would I would call it the the introverted extrovert is what I was gonna call it. I remember I had that in my head, like um, because I don't believe that you're either introverted or extroverted. I do not believe that. I cannot believe that because a part of my time, uh, I was also introverted too. Like I didn't, bro. Like I did not always. I was very. I'm very shy. Like I'm right now. Trust me. A lot of people go like, yo, Nine, you're so extroverted. You, you're like, you always talk to everyone. Trust me, I'm shy as fuck. I am so shy. Like, I'm so scared to go up to someone in the gym and be like, yo, can I like, yo, how many sets do you have? Like, I will spend myself thinking. But what happens is, just like I said, true, you just got to do it. Yeah. So it's Not like, listening to us. She is like- I, again, I don't think there's introverted, extroverted, extroverted, introverted. There is always a mix. It's always a mix. And um, you can be an extrovert if you're an introvert. And you can be an introvert if you're an extrovert. And there's like, and I feel like a lot of people think that being introverted is a bad thing. Bro, hell nah. Being introverted has a lot of skills, a lot of um, thinking and mental clarity that pops up when you're extroverted or when you're not extroverted right like it's it's um but yeah i hate the i hate the narrative that like introverted people are so like to themselves like bro not everything is about talking to people every a lot of things happen in your mind before they come out into the real world so that's my that's my thought that that's my thought like true like i know for a fact when people come around you they talk to you, they automatically say, like, oh, this guy's an extrovert. But deep down inside, you know that you are not just an extrovert. You're an introvert as well. Yeah. I Like, I, I am an introverted extrovert, as in, depending yeah. on the place like that I'm in, like, if I need to be social, I will be. Um, but if I want to just, if like, give them, like, yesterday I was at a party and I just didn't have the social energy to be able to communicate with people and just wanted to socialize so i was just kind of keeping with my like two three friends that were there and i was just kind of talking to them throughout the night yeah i know i wasn't trying to be rude but i would just be like listen i'm gonna be honest like i know you're you're a great person nothing and i'm having a good time with y'all but like i'm just socially very dead um so don't mind me just like keeping to myself a little bit and still hanging out like i was playing beer pong and stuff like that but in terms of like yeah really dancing with the group and stuff i wasn't doing that because i just wasn't mentally there i was just too exhausted yeah and that makes sense and that makes sense. I feel like whenever I'm put in that position, like if someone's going to come up and talk to me, bro, I'll, you get me talking, I'll start talking. But uh, in social places where my social energy is down, I won't uh, necessarily go up to someone and start talking to someone or be curious. Um, but like, yeah, like if you, if you start talking to me, bro, I'm not going to be disrespectful in any way. I'm still going to give you my energy to max level. Each, if you come up to me and talk to me. But if I'm in that mode where I just don't want to talk to too many people, I won't go out of my way to, you know, comment or or talk or make a big scenario out of it. Um, but yeah, but that that's just my point. I love how this this podcast just took a took a turn. Took a big turn. <laughs> I like it. I like it though. I like it because like um these are things I like talking about too. Like uh how to approach people, how to 
Um, because I feel like people are very afraid at one point and then they don't know. So maybe tips and tricks that some people have learned. We, we've learned the hard way to meet people like, and yo, look, if you never, if you never pulled up on me that one time, you would have never, we would have never been here right now. That's true. The podcast wouldn't have been a thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. And we wouldn't have been able to help maybe some people that are out there who are thinking about wanting to be a little more extroverted or thinking about coming out of their, uh, their shell. My dad always told me, yo, nine, you're like a turtle. And I would always be like, he's like nine, whenever you are in a stressful situation or whenever you, um, need to talk about your feelings or whenever you are kind of outside, you become a turtle, you hide in your shell. And I'm like, just because you told me that I'm going to, I'm going to rebel against you and do everything that a turtle doesn't. I'm going to be out of my shell. Are you dumb? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with being a turtle because you already know slow and steady wins the race. Yes, sir. There's but, nothing wrong with being an introvert. There's nothing wrong with being an extrovert. There's nothing wrong with being agreed. an extroverted introvert. And there's nothing wrong with being an introverted extrovert. The thing exactly. is you, at the end of the day, are responsible for how you want to present yourself and to who you want to represent yourself. Um, yes, sir. You don't owe anybody anything in terms of how you um, and who you're going to talk to and how you're going to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a good person and you're trying to be a good individual, you want to be respectful, which is one thing. Um, but in no way, shape, or form um, are you expected to go and talk to every single individual. Yeah. Right. Um, don't tell yourself you can't do anything. Like if you're in your mind going like, yo man, I'm going to meet, I want to meet more people, but I'm an introvert. Hell no. Hell no. Mm. You can definitely meet people if you wanted to, but don't tell yourself you can't do it just because you're something. Trust me. You can do anything you put your mind to. Anything you want to do, it's just your self-limiting beliefs that stop you. Because, yo, we this podcast wouldn't have came to be if we were just like, oh, I don't think anyone's going to listen to us. Uh, I don't know. I, I, We won't have enough time to come to my house and do this all the time. Yeah. The more you put yourself out there, if that's something you want to do, if that's something you want to do, your mind will find ways to do it. Look what Look where we are. I'm in my room. We are live on Twitch talking to you guys. That would have never happened if COVID never happened, right? Yeah. If uh, we did, if maybe we didn't even start the podcast, it would have never happened. If Shereel didn't make that day to come to my house to make some random ass logo, <laughs> like, yeah, all this, started this from the never happened. It all started from the logo. Um, and trust me, your self-limiting beliefs will stop you from doing the things that you really want to do. Don't like politician. let rest- sorry. don't let restrictions. Sorry, don't put restrictions on yourself. Let restrictions pop up and find ways to solve it. Big fucking facts. That That's was it. that was good. That yeah. was good. That was a good. That was a ten out of ten. <laughs> That was a straight 10 out of 10. Straight 10 out of 10. All right. 
end off the podcast. I will actually no. I wanted to be. I wanted to do this as a part of the podcast. So Whoa. I don't want to end off the podcast. I want everybody that is oh, currently here. This is something. This is something that I I I saw this live happen, and um, you know, the community doesn't know about this. So you guys are part of the community. Everybody listening and everybody watching, just hang tight for one second because I think everybody deserves to listen to this. Um, and the reason I, I will explain why. Nine, just just hang tight with me. You're gonna see a lot of everybody that's there. Um, detrimental. Thank you so much for the follow. You came at a very good time. Um, hang tight Perfect. with me. Yes. Okay. So just just I'm just ready to see this baby. Just hang tight with me. I'm just trying to move this stuff around. Um, if you're wondering why I'm changing things, it's because I am about to do a screen capture of something, and it is very important that everybody kind of watches. If you if you can put it in the center of us. I like won't right be able us. to. I'll put it right. right yeah, us? right below us. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. below us. That's yeah, what yeah. I meant. That's what I meant. But line it up right, because um, I can just crop it like that. Oh, never mind. That's not what I'm trying to display. Capture. I'll just do screen capture. I'll do capture. 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 Um, right here. Uh, nardy nards. So this is Nardy Nards. Move it a little bit to the... Yes, sir. All right. So this Perfect. is Nardy Nards. And we he just popped up in the chat just a while back, just like a couple, probably a few, few minutes ago, uh, to say that he loves us and the fact that he was just out, but he wanted to just share the love. The reason why I want everybody in the community to watch this is because of the fact that Nine and I talk about this all the time. We had a little bit of a moment in between where, you know, we were again, we were a little stuck. We didn't know how the podcast was going, where it was going. Um, fortunately for us, you know, we are a little bit of analytical individuals and we can see a growth and we see that, okay, there's stuff happening. That means we're doing something. Um, but all of this is not possible without you guys, the community that comes out and watches us every weekend. Um, and it takes time out of their day. I know I know. Sundays are kind of those days where you're trying to be lazy, kind of go to sleep and whatnot. Uh, that's why we kind of find Sundays kind of the best days to be able to do something like this, like the podcast, because you kind of yeah. start your day off the next day fresh and you get a chance to also think about, you know, and self-reflect on a Sunday night before you start your Monday off fresh because Mondays, you know, at least for me, are the start of the week because that's your first day of work. So they kind of want to start off positively. Yeah, Nardi was streaming. He was just finally back from taking a big hiatus, and um, I popped up in chat. I was a little bit late, but I popped up in chat to say hi, show my love, and everything. And um, he had some things to say about the podcast. Um, when I every time I refer to the podcast with Nine and anybody else around, it's not just something that Nine and I do, but it's something that my like our entire community helps us with. You know, yeah. it's 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 an us thing. It's not just a nine and I thing. It's an us thing because you know we get inputs from every one of you guys. You guys message us from time to time about a lot of things. We get messages all around the place about the show, the episode, the content. You know, and we really do pull from it. We learn from it. We talk about this. Nine and I meet, you know, an hour early before the show to talk about stuff. But we are talking constantly throughout the week about the podcast. We might not be talking about our personal lives with each other, but in terms of the podcast, we are continuously talking about it. And trying to make it better, yeah. and again take into account everything you guys say. Um, so Nardi, I wanted to thank you for saying what you just said, and I'm going to play it right now. But to everybody here, I think you guys deserve to hear it too because I think you guys are also responsible for this. Um, You're gonna be a great teacher. I already. Uh, was a baby to preface something. But uh, uh yo, uh, Shreel is known or was known 
is still known as Nightwing. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, people, I, when I used to game stream, my name was Nightwing. So people called me Nightwing. Don't get confused. If someone says Nightwing, they're referring to me. Oh, uh, Nightwing? I've been I've been good, man. I mean, I've been I've just you know took a break. I took a uh, a short hi a short hiatus, uh, just to to refocus up my priorities, and you know, hey yo, wait, can I just take a hold on? I'm gonna pause this real quick. Let me just take a let me uh let me let me just let me just I just want to say um I for for a while I was I was con I was thinking like why did why did I uh why did I stop streaming you know like what what happened and actually like I was I was actually I planned to come back and but I wasn't fully really fully sure like why I did until I actually watched uh Nightwing's podcast uh like one of the videos um I think they were talking about like failure right like um, they were saying like when, basically, what I got from it was um, the reason why I stopped streaming and what something that the podcast really, really showed me from the Brownie Boys podcast was that like I was never used to failing, you know, and um, and I felt like with my streams I was I was failing. Where I wasn't performing the way I wanted to perform in terms of the results. I thought, you know, it was going to grow much faster than, you know, it it actually did. Um, and I, I don't know when when it became such a big deal where like in my head where, you know, like, I, oh, I have to have to grow my audience this much percentage by this much percentage i have to grow my stream every 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 stream um and that and because it didn't work that way um i mean you i had you guys and i, I love you guys but one of the best supporters i have in my life but it's just just growing you know substantially like and i thought that was gonna happen but it never did um i mean it, it i mean it did but it did slowly and I don't know. I I, I, got, I just got upset. I felt like a failure that, I, I like a failed streamer that I never accomplished. That and because of that, um, it discouraged me from wanting to stream and made it not fun for me anymore. And I just had to take a step back because after a while, it's all about from the video as well. It was about like if you're passionate about something from. Then it shouldn't matter what what the result is. The fact that you know, without any views whatsoever, it's the passion that will continue to exactly how I felt. Continue what you're doing. If in this case, to for me to continue to stream, um, and that's something I had to realign myself with. That I'm in this. I'm streaming because I'm. I want to just have fun and entertain you guys. I'm not streaming so for the sole purpose of just trying to get big um so when it's all said and done with no viewers whatsoever at least i'm having fun you know <laughs> so i appreciate nightwing and um your boy night nine nine sorry nine I, I i'm sorry for mispronouncing but uh hey 
you that video that where he was talking about like failure and passion uh it really opened my eyes to it so i appreciate you uh appreciate that video and guys if you guys already didn't follow brownie boys podcast please follow his him right now the brownie boys uh they have a podcast every sunday i believe so follow him please he is good podcast is absolutely amazing absolutely inspiring uh but yeah that was uh sorry for the tangent but that's it man that was it I did message him as he was saying this so I did say right this all this big uh, right now, uh, uh, he will talk about it in just a second yeah it's it's hard to catch people's attention I definitely know that now um, it's just you know it's just expectation versus reality but honestly it's just I just had to realign my priorities and reevaluate myself and stuff uh brother we are playing the long game here yes we are in nightwing yes we are it takes time and effort and persistence you gotta learn to disconnect the life we are out of life and get back into the ground things passion obsession will always be talent yes never forget that homie you gotta take it one day at a time yes yo i'm telling you no nightwing that's 100 percent true man uh you you really helped me you your podcast really helped me uh understand that completely i i feel like i had it in the back of my, my mind but it just never really got to the front the like in front of me until until I heard it from you guys. So appreciate you guys. Uh, Nemo, now we are proud of all the work and amazing what you have come. Thank you. I appreciate. It. All right, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. And you know, he, again, there's a lot of people again from his community also supporting him. So he kind of goes yeah. through and reads through his messages. Um, but the reason I wanted to show this, and I know Nine, you've already seen this because I showed it to you, and you have a live reaction to it. Uh, the day yeah, yeah. the day when Nine and I watched it, when I first watched it, I was in tears. Um, when Nyan watched it, he teared up a little bit as well. We were in the car and I bro, got I to did. show it. Um, I did. So yeah, we, bro, we, I'm tearing up again, bro. <laughs> um, the reason I say it, that it was important for everybody that's still here to be able to listen to this is because like we, you know, you were here f- with us for our tough times. So we want to share the good times with you because you guys are also responsible for it. You know, without everybody mm-hmm. that's here watching, listening, sharing, we don't wait. Like we wouldn't get as far i mean even in the past year we've grown to like nearly 300 followers on this twitch channel we have uh, an average viewership of like 16 people watching us on on every sunday um we're reaching about a thousand listeners monthly on spotify we've been people have been leaving us five-star reviews on apple podcasts right we we got invited to be on amazon music and iHeartRadio. like these are milestones that we don't really talk about as much um, because we want to keep going and we want to just keep providing stories and content from a relatable standpoint from two 20-year-old individuals, two two individuals who are in their 20s who are not internet personalities. We're just two dudes who are really good friends and just want to talk about our embarrassing stuff as well as our tough times and just hope that at least it helps one individual. Yeah. And it's like, when we saw the video, or when I saw the video, I was just like, bro, our words, those were our words that someone took, someone stranger to me, um, took and interpreted it, interpreted, interpreted it, interpreted (laughs) it, interpreted it in their own mind, in the way they wanted it to. And they came up with their answers. And I remember in that podcast, I told my, I told Kirill, or I said something about, 
um, when you have this, I guess, identity crisis, your mind figures out ways to figure it out. Uh, or it, de it depends in what stage of that crisis you're in. Sometimes in the beginning, obviously, you're going to be a little sad. You're going to be confused. And then it always gradually changes to, okay, how do I figure this out? What do I like doing? And he said something about passion. That was a huge thing for me. Um, because I was looking at the numbers. I was looking at um, why this wasn't working for me or why that wasn't working for me. And I found that I wasn't passionate about it. And then when I found something I was passionate about, I started really enjoying it no matter what the numbers were. No matter what the numbers were. And yo, I see Nardi Nards posting on TikTok a lot now. Yeah. Like, and I'm enjoying this content. I'm sure when he started looking at the numbers and he started posting content forcefully, he wasn't enjoying his content maybe. Or maybe um, people can see that. Like when you enjoy, when you start being passionate about the content that you put out, people see that. And when you don't, people also see that. So, um, yo, I'm, I'm enjoying his content. Like I see it on TikTok. Like after this video, I, he popped up on my For You page and I was like, uh, yo, I liked, followed, and I think he followed me back as well. So, um, yo, and again, like, for me, like, I'm a huge person who supports. So uh, if I see you doing well, or if I see you just trying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also be of help and, you know, comment on your shit and like your stuff, repost your stuff, and want to, you know, help you progress. Because um, that's all me and Shri will do. We want to help people... Um, you know, kind of get to the place where they want to be out of passion. So that's another thing that we're passionate about. We're passionate about passionate people who want to do passionate things. <laughs> so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that, is that a Brownie Boys logo? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Woof. Wait, wait. Woof. That was pretty good. Damn. Yo, um, damn. I, I don't want to keep going because we're like past the point. Yeah. I make you go to sleep. Yeah. Um, do you remember the outro that we did for the TikTok when we did it? The, the cut it. Oh, bro! Why do that? Yo, why do it? I remember. I don't remember. It was. It was. It was. Cut it. Clip it. What was the other one? Send it. Send it. We out. We out. Oh right, my you god! You do it? Yo. Okay. First, let me end it off. Yeah. Yo. Yo. Listen, I'm excited to do what we're about to do right now. But thank you guys all for listening. We appreciate each and one of you who. Just listen and to uh, take things into consideration and also use it in your own lives. We're so grateful. Please follow us on all the socials and send us a message. And maybe you'll you'll be in the cast. So with that being said, with that being said, sure, you ready? With that being said, cut it, cut it clip it, it, send it, it, we out. out.